Welcome to the Pockets of Knowledge podcast, where we share illuminating stories and knowledge to inform, educate, inspire and empower you in the areas of business, health, finance, philanthropy, art, and entrepreneurship, designed to help you achieve your goals. And now here is your host, Desiree Stanley. Welcome everyone to the Pockets of Knowledge podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Stanley. And with me today is my guest, Carrie Miller. Welcome to the show, Carrie. How are you? Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm doing really well. Thank you. Awesome. I invited Carrie to come on the show to share her story of how she launched a business while still working a full-time job. And Carrie is actually the senior brand evangelist of the walmart.com tools at Helium 10. And that's kind of a mouthful. So why don't we get started with you sharing with us what exactly that means and what you do? Yeah. Okay. So brand evangelists, basically I'm evangelizing the Helium 10 brand. So I go out and I show people how to use Helium 10 tools. So I'm mostly focused on Walmart, but I also will teach about Amazon as well. So anything Helium 10, I'm out there helping people to utilize the tools so they can really enhance their sales and just improve their business overall. So that's really my main thing. So I'll talk with affiliates or, you know, anyone who has a YouTube channel or anyone who wants to hear from me, I speak in public too sometimes. So there's a a well-rounded amount of things I, I do to really talk about Helium 10 tools. Awesome. And we can talk a little bit more about, you know, what Helium 10 does specifically a little bit later, but I do want to ask you, was it like you knew you wanted to get into the business world? Did you go to school for that? What drove you kind of in that direction? What were some of the decisions that led you in that route? Okay. So it's kind of a journey here. I started out, I went to college to be a teacher. I didn't really know what I wanted to be, but I always really liked teaching people. So I went to school to be a teacher and I lasted five years, which is actually the average of most teachers. They last about five years. And then I started working at a skincare company for another five years. I was kind of a corporate trainer and I also did sales. I did really well with sales. I was their number one in sales. And I would go and travel around the country and train people how to utilize the products. And it was fun for a time. Definitely, you know, was most of the time in a cubicle though. So I think my main thing was that I did not want to be in a cubicle anymore. And I felt like I was in prison. I mean, that whole thing, I was a straight A student in, all through school, through in college, I graduated with honors. And I just thought to myself, just sitting in the cubicle, I'm like, this isn't what I wanted my life to kind of end up like. And I think a lot of people go through that whole kind of feeling of just what, what did I do all that work for? And so I ended up getting another job at Clear Channel for a few months and didn't like it. And then there was another kind of in-between job. I just was really having a hard time. So I remember I was kind of <laughs> sitting on the couch and I just kind of had quit that other job. And I was like, I didn't have anything else lined up. But my dad was asked by our neighbor to see if he could help him to kind of revitalize this company that his son started, that kind of his son ran it into the ground. And my dad has a really good business background. He had a credit card processing company and an ATM companies back in the day, and they did really well. So anyway, he was like, okay, well, I'm up for the challenge. I was kind of helping out, just looking at stuff. I helped move the inventory. We had, you know, half of a van full of inventory. We just, I saw the picture. It's just like us moving this very small amount of inventory with like tons of missing inventory and just starting like digging this company out of a hole. It was really kind of a 
like long shot to really make it revitalized. And so one of the things was they were selling on Amazon and they were only selling about $200 a month. And I was like, I was in sales. I can make more money than that on Amazon. So I started learning. I just went online on YouTube and there really weren't that many gurus. I think it was like 2015, 2016 timeframe. And there weren't many gurus out there with, you know, courses or anything like that. So I kind of pieced together, you know, bits and pieces through YouTube and started learning how to create listings, how to optimize listings. And so then I started optimizing the listings for the business. We started increasing in sales, did really well. I started just basically selling my services on free up. And I didn't really know fully what I was doing, but I had done a lot of studying on YouTube and figuring stuff out doing our own stuff. So I was like, I can help other people. For two years, I actually was a freelancer doing optimizing listings for other companies. There were companies that were multi-million dollar companies and then others that were just smaller sellers. Some were selling, you know, a few thousand a month. Some were selling millions a month. It really just was a wide range of people. So I was doing listing optimization mostly. And then I got hired at our competitor, which was called Jungle Scout. And I worked there for two years and then work, now I work at Helium 10. So that's kind of my journey. But throughout all of that, we grew that brand. We dug it out of the, the dumps and it's now a seven-figure business and it's growing. We actually expanded out to a completely different category. That's our main category now. Once we started learning how to sell on Amazon and we, we found some really good opportunity products. And so our hero products aren't what we started with, but that those products that we had before got us started. And so when I look back, I really just get excited because I remember feeling so imprisoned in the cubicle. And I always thought one of my main goals is like, I'm going to work from home because no one's going to be monitoring how many times I go to the bathroom or if I need to walk or whatever it is, because, you know, people just need to have space to breathe. And now I literally, it's funny because I actually don't even get up from my desk anymore sitting working from home. But I I had that goal and I never knew how I was going to do it and I was going to work for myself, but it ended up just working itself out. And it was something that was always on my mind and I was always looking for stuff. So there were a lot of things along the way that I was like, okay, I'm going to try this or try that. I tried real estate. I tried a few other things. It just didn't work out part-time. And so I think just having the focus on, you know, looking for opportunities is what really helped to me because I think if you're not looking for them, maybe you miss them. And this is kind of a long-winded story of how it happened, but I really think that, you know, it was just kind of a journey of me really figuring out that I didn't want to work for someone else. Even though I do work, you know, technically for someone else, I really am pretty independent and get to come up with my own content a lot of the time. So it's really pretty free in that area. So I hope that was kind of a long-winded answer, but that's kind of my journey up until now. And I still work the business with my dad. That's where I'm at. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I think there's so much that you said in there that we could just dive into. A couple of the things I want to talk about and have you share a little bit more is how you did the research on YouTube and how you can find so much on YouTube. Because I yes. think that we just forget that there's so much there yeah. that you can learn and skills that you can develop like you did just by searching what you can learn on YouTube. So tell us a little bit about that. And then also how you started finding products that you began, okay. you know, selling with this business that you were trying to revitalize. Because I think that's something that really more and more, there's a lot of individual sellers starting to build up businesses on Amazon. And so share with us how that kind of played out. Yeah, YouTube was just the best place when I started Googling with resources on how to sell on Amazon. There really wasn't much 
out there. And I call it my YouTube university because, you know, nothing that I learned. I went to Pepperdine. I don't know if you're familiar, but it's a very expensive school. And nothing I learned at Pepperdine has helped me with what I'm doing today. And so I always tell people, I'm like, you really don't need to go to college. You can literally learn anything on the internet and you can learn it for free on YouTube. So there's a lot of people selling all kinds of courses and stuff like that. But you literally, if you don't have the money for a $5,000 course, you can figure all this great information out on, on YouTube. I, I just love the fact that there is so much at our fingertips that we can learn and we can even now there's just more, there's more stuff all the time coming out. We've got AI coming out. There's all kinds of great opportunities to make money online that never were there really before. So keeping your eyes open and searching, you know, and keep just keeping up to date. I even think TikTok is a great way to learn about new things, new ways to learn money because their algorithm is so good. If you're starting to search for certain, you know, online jobs or work from home or whatever it is, they'll start sending you and feeding you videos that are similar. And then you'll get even more and more content on what kinds of things are work from home, searching for jobs online or work from home or, you know, something to do with AI. What's cool about TikTok is their algorithm is so good. They'll start feeding you more videos that are similar like that, or, you know, something that might be a little bit different, but kind of similar that you didn't know about before. So TikTok is a great place, in my opinion, to kind of start your research and then you can take it off and get more in-depth on YouTube and places like that. So TikTok is such a great resource for just finding new niches. And if you're looking and you really want to find something to start your own business, you can definitely find something that will be a good fit for you if you just keep on you know, looking for it. And in regards to finding a product to sell on Amazon, Really, it's funny because we kind of just came across this particular product. It really has nothing to do with the product we were selling before. And we just decided to sell it. And I think another way to find great products is just through Etsy. A lot of sellers actually find things that start trending on Etsy. And then they start selling them on Amazon and they do really well that way. So there's there's a bunch of different ways. And there are data points you can look at on Helium 10. We actually didn't do that <laughs> to start off with. But as we're expanding our brand, we do use Helium 10. There's a tool called Black Box. And we also have a Chrome extension that really helps give you sales numbers and just really good information on whether or not you should jump into a, a specific product or not. So that's how we did. <laughs> awesome. And I know that searching for products, it can jump into like a whole segment all on its own, really. I mean, you were talking about courses before. There's, there's so many courses yeah. on how to find products, sourcing products, all of that. So that's a little bit more in depth than we're going to get into in our conversation. But I love that you mentioned Etsy and how you can search for things that are trending there that can launch an idea that you can see if it's possible, will it sell on Amazon and, you know, go that route. So that's an awesome suggestion. Thank you for sharing that. And so now you're still operating that business with your father, mm -hmm. correct? Yes. Okay. And so that leads me to a question about what's it like working with family and, you know, how are, are there some challenges? Was there a little bit of like, I know more than you know, or did you guys work pretty well together? I think I'm really blessed because my dad and I work really, really well together. He is kind of an engineering type mindset and I'm more the creative. And so all of his strengths, you know, just really complement mine. And something else that's really great about my dad is if I have, you know, an idea or something. He's never like, oh, that's dumb. He'll be like, oh, let's try it out. Or maybe he's kind of the numbers guy too. He's like, well, we can try that out, but we need to, you know, wait until we have more capital for whatever it is. And so 
that's really a huge blessing. I know there's a lot of people I've talked to that can't work with their family. I think it has to do with the level of respect you have for each other. And then also just like your, your different strengths. I think that's just the best thing about working with my dad is he's not worried about, you know, showing off. Our goal is to do well in this business. And so I think that's really helpful for just working together. I feel kind of like, oh, what, bad sometimes. I'm like, yeah, it actually works out really, really well. People are always asking that because I remember my friend, she was like, oh my gosh, if I worked with my mom or dad, I would just lose my mind. But for me, it just works out really well. My dad has a lot of experience with business. And so I really respect him in that. And he also always is up for listening to me. And I think that's the key because I know especially for him, like he's the most experienced between the two of us. And so he could be like, oh no, I know better than you, but he's never like that. And so I think he was like that also with his company before. And he he had employees come back to him saying he was the best boss that they ever worked for. And I think that's why it's like, we always have clear expectations. And then also just, he's always respectful of new ideas. And so, yeah, I think that's kind of a huge blessing for me. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. And you're absolutely right. That that respect and the openness to see that I maybe have strengths in an area that you don't and vice versa. Yeah. And, you know, how can we work together to really make it go far? And yeah. that does make the world of difference, I think, versus no, everything that I say is what we're going to do. I mean, that's obviously not going to take you very far. Exactly. Um, but yeah. but that's so great that your dad's previous employees were telling him how great he is because he sounds like he would have been a fantastic boss to work for. Yeah, yeah I think so. So were there uh, some challenges or any setbacks that you guys experienced and like maybe how did you overcome those? Yeah, there's been a lot of setbacks. I mean, when we started, there were a lot of debts that basically weren't paid, vendors weren't paid. So we had to come up with money to pay. And my dad and Mark is our other business partner. He's kind of silent because he's just kind of the one who started it. And so he's kind of there still. But they, you know, helped figure out how to come up with the capital that was needed. There was a huge order that was coming over from China that they spent the money and didn't put the order in. And so or it was supposed to be coming over. So basically we had to come up with the money to get that order and pay for it and, and get that squared away and got that taken care of. I think other things that have come along the way are just like, that are frustrating for me is just, you know, listings get taken down sometimes with Amazon, you know, they'll flag for whatever reason or something, there's a glitch in their system. And so dealing with those issues, that's where the frustration can come in because your listing goes down for a day or two and there's a lot of sales that are involved in that. But then just trying to fit back up with the flat files is very frustrating. So I think that's when it's all tested because it's more me. I'm getting so frustrated. Like I start sweating when I have to like re-upload these files because you can really mess up your whole listing. So that's, I think those are the challenges is fixing issues when they come. We also had someone hack into our Amazon account and they stole our entire payout. And so it was thousands of dollars and it was really painful. It was the first payout actually of the year, which was better because it's usually at the beginning of the year, people have already purchased that first two weeks, you know, before that they purchased for Christmas and things like that. So that was kind of lucky for us, but still it was a huge, a huge chunk of money. There have been a lot of just those kinds of learning experiences. We had an entire shipment from China that was, it was printed, but it was like a wooden product and it had printing on it and all of it got smeared. So we had a thousand of these going to a wholesale person who purchased from us and we literally had to sand them down. And it was mostly my dad out there, like sanding them down and then reprinting them all. So it was kind of a nightmare. There's things like that 
you know, there's always a challenge of just cash flow. You want to get more products going and you got to manage. And he usually does all that. That stresses me out, makes me sweat dealing with the balance sheets and stuff like that. So he does a really good job with that. But yeah, there's a lot of things. I know it's, it seems really glamorous, but there's, there's constantly something that happens. Even just today, we got shut out of our Amazon account for like five minutes. We were panicking, like, oh my gosh, what happened? And we had, we got it back up, but there's just a lot that can go wrong. And so you just have to kind of be able to roll with punches. And I know a lot of people, it's funny because I am a brand evangelist and I'm in a lot of coaching groups and people want like a step-by-step manual. But part of being an entrepreneur is that there isn't a manual and you have to kind of figure stuff out. Like Another thing is products came through and they first quoted us, they were going to be a certain tax category. And then they ended up being way more. So we had to pay way more for these things. They were being held for much longer. There's all these things. You you just have to kind of figure it out as you go. And there's no one who's going to be like the teacher telling you what the answer is because you have to figure it out. And so I think that's what kind of separates people who are successful with people who are not successful is that you just have to figure it out and there's no other option. And sometimes it kind of weaves people out too, because they're like, well, this is too much for me. And it is stressful. It really is. But there's always a solution. And I really appreciate that my dad has that engineering mindset because they used to apparently have days on one, one problem solving thing that they would do in college. And so that problem solving skill is really, really helpful. But yeah, there's been a lot of challenges along the way. And yeah, you just have to keep going. So those are a few examples. Hopefully <laughs> that gives a clearer picture of it. You know, and you said it a couple of times, you just have to keep going. It's that perseverance, despite the challenges, that is what makes you successful, right? If you run into those challenges and you just say, that's it, I quit, obviously you're not going to have success that way. So it's that perseverance of these things are going to come up and you have to figure out how to work around it or work through it or whatever. And by that perseverance, you'll be successful. So thank you for sharing that. And you're right, being an entrepreneur, running your own business, there is no manual because there are so many variables that come into play and things that happen that you're not expecting, nobody else has encountered before, and now you got to solve it. But that's also exciting, right? It's something that is never the same. It's never boring. That's true. And and that's great if that's the kind of career you want, right? If you want to have a career that's challenging and you're never bored and you're doing something different every day than being your own boss, owning your own business is that's for you then. Right. So let's transition a little bit and talk about working at Helium 10. And you shared with us a little bit about how you go out and you share the tools that Helium 10 has that they offer. And since we are talking about Amazon, Helium 10 is such a great resource of tools to help Amazon sellers. So tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, so Helium 10 has a full suite of tools that'll help you from A to Z just selling on Amazon. And what's really cool is we also, if you do wanna learn how to sell on Amazon, if you buy a subscription, then there's a free course that's better than any paid course. And I have paid for some courses over the years that were not as good as this course. So it's led by Kevin King, who's kind of the guru in the industry and a bunch of other industry leaders were are also a part of this course and it is very very in detail and it is extremely helpful to get started and learn how to sell on Amazon. I wish something like that had been around when I started it would have been really helpful but it is 
absolutely incredible. And then there's also for each of our tools, we have a bunch of webinars all the time, but there's also learning videos on every tool. I, I do some of the videos, mostly of videos for Walmart, but Bradley, who's my manager, he does a lot of the Amazon learning videos and you can learn how to do any of it on the Helium 10 tools and learn how to optimize your listings, learn how to create them, learn how to find a product, learn how to manage your pay-per-click ads using our tools. There's a ton of things that you can do using Helium 10 and it's definitely something that helps you take take your business to the next level. Without it, I don't know that I would be as successful because I've got the keyword research. I've been using Helium 10 since before I even worked at Helium 10. It was one of the things I used when I was optimizing listings and people would be like, what's your secret? And I was like, uh, I'm not going to tell, but it was literally Helium 10. I used the keyword research tools and the listing optimizer. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Helium 10 is just a full suite of tools that is going to help boost your business and it'll get you there faster too. If you want to kind of fast track, this is, these are the tools that are going to help you. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And, and I do actually also use Helium 10. So oh, I nice. can, I can concur <laughs> that, that, that the tools are excellent. So yeah, I there highly recommend them as well. Yeah. Well, Carrie, it's been a delight having you on and I thank you so much for coming on and sharing this with us. I do want to ask you though, is there, would you say like anything in particular that you think that the listeners should really know about kind of going this direction if they decide they want to pursue an Amazon business? Mm -hmm. Basically, I think what I was thinking before is I, I remember some stories that I've heard of people who had their first, second, and third product fail mm -hmm. and they just kept going. And now they're like eight, nine, 10 figure sellers. There is, you know, some learning to it. And so I think a lot of people, there's a lot of these short videos and everyone's really just has a short attention span now. But if you can continue to persevere and, and really follow the guidelines, especially in that course that Helium 10 provides, you can follow the guidelines of, you know, how to find a product, how to look at the numbers, all the things that you need to really find good product and launch it on Amazon. You can definitely be successful. It's not going to be easy. It's not something that you just set it and forget it. And I think a lot of people think that it's a set and forget it, but this is actually a business that you can create a brand. You can create something that's, you know, no one else has. And that, that's pretty exciting. So there's so much work that goes into it, but you know, you work hard for other people too. So the cool thing about having your own Amazon business is you get to actually earn more money. You get to reap the benefits of what you're doing and you get to kind of carry it through and see this amazing thing get created. So that's something that's really gets you excited is like creating a brand and creating products that people can use and selling them. And despite all the you know difficulties, because you're going to have difficulties even in a job, like they always say, choose your hard, you know, you'll have a hard time sometimes in a, in a job, but it'll be challenging when you're your own boss too, but it's definitely worth it. It's really fun. There's a good balance of fun and challenge, I think is is what I like to say, but it's definitely a great opportunity. There's still a ton of opportunity out there. I know people who continually are launching products. I always think, I wonder if it's so saturated like everyone else, but there's always something out there and people are always finding new things or coming up with new great products. Like Sarah Blakely, who I follow, who created Spanx, she had this, you know, notepad that she always wrote down all of her ideas. And I would encourage everyone to do that. I do that. And maybe you won't use all those ideas, but it gets your juices flowing. It's a great business though. Don't give up. I think if you think it's hard, it's not supposed to be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it, but you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. So <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And you mentioned the balance. And so I want to talk a little bit about how you balance 
working full-time and running the business. And I know that you've said you have some flexibility. Yeah. So I'm sure that that helps, but is there anything else that you're doing that, that helps you keep those things in balance so that you can give your attention to both? Yeah, I think it's, it is a big challenge. The cool thing about working at Helium 10 is that I get to learn more all the time. I am just constantly near people who are really, I was just at Billion Dollar Seller Summit and I was introduced to that, you know, by working at Helium 10 and just get to learn from just some incredible sellers. I would say the balance is really difficult because I think there's some burnout that comes with, you know, working constantly. You really have to, you know, kind of schedule out your time, even though I don't do this the best. But schedule out your time. You've got an eight-hour job. You're going to work your eight hours at your job. But then what are the hours that you can for sure focus on your business? And I, I usually try to do that mostly during Monday through Friday. And then that way I have Saturday and Sunday to kind of rest a little bit more. And some people don't always take both days. And, and there's still work that can be done on the weekends too. But you know, taking at least one day of rest is, I think, really important. I don't think hustle culture is really healthy for anyone. But it really just working your hardest when you have that time, like set a timer and then say, I'm going to get this, this, and this done. Maybe a 45-minute timer. And in those 45-minute increments, whenever you can, I think that makes a huge difference instead of, you know, just kind of like sitting at your computer, like kind of doing things for a few hours. You know, I think just having that focus of when you're going to do things and, and allotting that time and actually following through with that time and then really, really making sure that you take the day of rest. Another thing that I think is important, which I haven't been focusing on, but it is something I'm going to be working on is just making sure to exercise because if you're not healthy and you're just sitting all day, you're going to start to feel the effects of it. And I've seen the effects of it on myself. So getting up and even just like walking around and having those breaks, but planning your day out the night before, I think is a big, a big deal. And that's a huge benefit or will give you huge benefits. If you literally, if you say, I'm going to work these hours on this. And these hours on, you know, X, and I'm going to take a walk at this time. I'm going to exercise at this time. I'm going to eat at this time. You still have to kind of leave room for your life too. So I think that's what I really forgot about for a while. And it was just like hustle, hustle, hustle. They say stress can kill you and it really can. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that will make you sick from stress. So taking the day of rest, I think is essential, but also, you know, just planning out your time wisely and turning off your phone, like that's a huge distraction. I'd say we probably waste a lot less time if we didn't have our phone. So there are these little boxes. I actually am going to get one because I think it's almost like a, a knee-jerk reaction always with your phone, but like you can lock it kind of, it's like a cookie jar thing. You can literally lock it for like however much time and just maybe do 90 minute increments and that you're just, your phone's over here. So I don't know, things like that. <laughs> that's some great points that you just gave right there. I mean, Oh my gosh, I just want to reiterate all those things that you just said. <laughs> Exercise, hugely yeah. important, hugely important. Even just getting up and walking around, like you said, in a 10 minute, you know, if you can get outside even better because then you're getting fresh air, it's like yep. rejuvenating your body and your mind, right? Clearing yep. your thoughts. So when you come back, you can focus again. And then that focus timer, that's another fantastic point. I use the Pomodoro app, oh, which is a 25 minute, work five minute break and then they've got you know a 15 minute longer break and so you can just use something like that and there's free options all over the internet for timers like that that's a, a fantastic one to really keep you focused on getting those tasks done so thank you for sharing those and you know of course taking that day to rest like you said is so so important 
You can't work yourself to death. We're not supposed to be working to live. It's we're supposed to be living, you know, and do some work. Yeah, exactly. We've got it like backwards. But yeah, so thank you for sharing those. And then what else did you say that I wanted to talk about for a second? It was scheduling, scheduling the night before. And that is something that I have found to be really beneficial as well, because you take, you know, maybe seven, 10 minutes the night before, and you just plot out in a notepad or in a calendar or a journal, if you've got one, whatever works for you the things that you really want to accomplish the next day. And then the next day, voila, it's there. And you already know what you need to do. And you're not wasting 20, 30 minutes of your morning trying to figure out, well, what do I need to do? So fantastic. Thank you for sharing those, Carrie. Again, that was awesome. I mean, I hope, hopefully they're helpful for somebody because I, it took me a while to figure some of those things out. So yes. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And this is like, you know, lifetime of learning for me as well and and finding these tools that work. And I think that that's what we have to do. We have to experiment and find what fits, what works for us and that we can sustain, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sustainability is key. You know, I had the burnout, so I took a vacation, but you know, you just have to really balance is key. I wish I could just scream it from the rooftops because hustle culture is in our faces and balances. Balance will get you farther, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, Carrie, thank you so much for coming on the show. I always like to ask the guests that come on, what books have you read or are you reading or maybe podcasts that you've listened to that you think would be beneficial for the listeners to check out? Well, for Amazon selling, Helium Ted actually has a really good one, Serious Sellers podcast and also AMPM podcasts. But in terms of books, I have Atomic Habits And that's something that I'm really focused on is just like little habits that add up over time. They talk about how in the beginning of the book, how you can go off course, going just a little bit when you're sailing or bike riding, whatever it is you're doing, you can just end up way off course if you're just going a little bit. But if you, you know, just improve like 1% every day or just do something consistently or even just a 30 day period, you can just really change your life. So I'm working on just changing certain habits, like, you know, waking up at certain times, making sure to take walks. And eating certain things just kind of, but not doing it all at once, doing it kind of incrementally and rewarding myself for, you know, doing those habits. So Atomic Habits. I think another book, though, that I really love that's a classic that I have to go back to all the time is How to Win Friends and Influence People. I think that's a huge, uh, it just helps you in every aspect of your life to really understand how people think and maybe how you are, but just how to really have a positive impact. So I'm, I'm not perfect with that one either, but I always like to go back and reference it. It's a really, really amazing book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie. Yes, that that is a great one. And it was written so long ago. And we think like, what what does it even mean today? And how does it relate? But when you take like the kernels of knowledge that's mm-hmm. in there, it it's cross centuries, really. Yes. I think it applies regardless of what time period we're in. That's a fantastic book as well. So thank you for suggesting those. And I'll include those in the show notes for the listeners to take a look at. Carrie, thank you again so much. I so appreciate you being on the show today. It was fantastic. I know the listeners will have gotten so much out of this. So thank you. I had great time with you. So appreciate you having me on. Well, thanks again. And we'll talk soon. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Pockets of Knowledge podcast. 
Be sure to join us again next week for more great information designed to educate, inspire, and empower you to achieve your goals. And thanks again for listening. Thank you all for being here. I'm thrilled to have you join me for my new podcast. If you found this episode enjoyable, I'd love for you to show your support by following, rating, and reviewing on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback will not only help me improve, but it will also help others discover the content. Happy listening.